Today, we're chatting with Greg Wasserman. He is the head of growth partnerships and community at Cast Magic. Greg reached out to me on LinkedIn after listening to an interview that I did with another person, and I found him immediately interesting. You'll see that he has quite a following there, and I am not surprised. <laughs> he really focuses on building communities and helping podcasters grow. Now we get into that today. We get into how you grow your show. What does that even mean? What he thinks makes a good podcast, why Greg doesn't have a podcast himself. And this is a big thing because I don't normally talk to people that don't have podcasts. But after meeting with Greg, I had a good chat to him for an hour and a half, even before having him on the show, to get a feel for whether I felt like he could actually give value to you as the audience. And he's just so knowledgeable. He's done so many different things throughout his career, working in the media buying space as well, advertising and sales, and now he's working for Cast Magic. So I think he's an important person to listen to. If you are interested in him, go and check out LinkedIn, follow him there, and you'll be impressed with what he shares for sure. I want to know straight up, what are two things that you love about the podcasting industry? It's community-based. I think that would probably be the biggest thing that drew me back into podcasting and why I want to stay in podcasting. Like with a background in partnerships, partnerships and podcasting are very similar because they're very community. It's like hide rising tides, raise all ships. And so podcasting is all that. It's like you go on someone else's show, they come on yours. It's all about cross promos. Uh, everyone in the industry is all about like, hey, how do I help you? How do I teach you? It is collaborative. I, I don't know another industry that is like that. The second thing that I love about the podcast industry, the content that comes out of it, the vulnerability, I think that's probably it. Very few mediums literally are about that connection with your listener that most likely you don't know who they are. If I added a third to it, the fact that you can play the long game. So if you think about it from uh, personal growth, if you improve 1% every day, you think about the compound interest of that. And so what I love about podcasting is, is it's a basis for all this other content you're able to create and have the compound effects. So you don't know where the episode three is going to turn in three years where someone may be like, hey, this is something of value. And like, that is incredible. Yeah, it's awesome. Why do you think then most podcasters don't think about the fact that they're actually building a brand when they're creating a podcast? The answer that keeps coming to mind is we do a terrible job educating people in the space on that. If the space is always about download numbers, so it's vanity metrics. If the space is about how do you monetize and it's ultimately thinking about monetization from a CPM, cost per thousand, so an ad insertion into there, then we are doing a terrible job of actually educating people like, no, you are a brand. Invest in your brand, invest in you. And you'll see the compound interest of it. And so if it's just a hobby, if you don't actually have a strategy, people are like, I just want to have conversations and just talk to people. It's like, well, what does that actually mean? Like, what is that getting you? What is the point of these conversations? You're like, I just want to have conversations and I'm good throwing away money. And, and then I'm going to go like, well, I don't have enough downloads and I want to monetize. And it's like, if that's the, that is the train of thought, as opposed to hold on, how do you engage with people beyond just your podcast? And how do you think of podcasts? Like for me, 
I'm trying to get everyone to go, stop calling yourself a podcaster and start treating yourself as a brand. And once you start treating yourself as a brand, then you realize podcast is your medium content creation. And then you can use that for all the other pieces of your brand. I had an exact conversation like this yesterday with one of our clients. We were having a strategy session and it was like, oh, you know, I'm not getting the numbers that I want. I asked this client, okay, what else are you doing? Like we're giving you your edit. We're giving you really high quality show notes. We're giving you video snippets. Where are you putting this stuff? There's so much that you can use, repurpose to build the brand, exactly what you just said, from that core piece of content. And so it does come back to that, why are you doing the show in the first place? What's the end goal? And you don't need to actually know the end goal, but you need to know enough to go, I'm trying to build more than what I am right now. And how can I build around it? so that I'm using other platforms and other things to make my time worthwhile and to make me more productive. Someone who's like, I want to start podcasting and they're learning the whole space. But then their answer is, I don't like social media. I'm not really a X person. I'm not a Y person. I'm not a Z person. Like whatever the case may be. You're like, so you learn the skills to build a podcast but the promotional side, you didn't want to learn about that. These components, you didn't want to learn about that. So once again, you're staying one dimensional and you're not thinking about how do you market yourself? How do you market anything? And then how do you treat yourself as a media company? And that's literally what most businesses now are becoming. You look at the big brands like Nike. I mean, they sell shoes or here's a better one, Red Bull. What is Red Bull's product? It is an energy drink in multiple flavors, right? But what do they actually sell to you as a consumer? Events, experiences, things that have never been done before. And that's like, wow, this is so cool. I want this drink that's going to give me wings, right? What are you doing as a brand to wow, to engage, to be in other places besides I'm just having a phone conversation with someone and I want to record it and have other people listen. So good. Oh, that's really valuable. If you're listening or watching this, flip and stop it, rewind and go and listen to that again around the branding, the marketing and how you're actually building those things. Just one point there on the Red Bull thing. If you go and look at their Instagram or their socials, there's not really many points. I don't know if, whether there are any points actually where it's like they show you the product. They don't do that. They're showing you all the fun things and the, around the brand and what you can do and what the building and all that stuff, but they don't go, here's this thing that you can drink. They're building the experience, which is what you're doing through a podcast as well. So take note of that. Very good advice. What do you think, in your opinion, makes a podcast good? The host is a big piece. There's plenty of hosts that I don't engage with just because like, it's just not my style. And I literally started writing a LinkedIn post about this. I'm like, I've always been one not to give advice, even though I'm an expert, because I'm like, this is an art that you're creating. So who am I to say your show isn't good when in reality, I have a duty or people are telling me I have a duty to tell people, but I'm like, all right, I can tell you the sound quality is not the greatest or you don't have good questions. You don't know how to engage. Good example. I love how you're like, hey, listeners, stop, rewind. You're breaking that fourth wall and engaging with someone going like, you guys, what just said is amazing. 
listen to this as opposed to you and I just having a conversation and forgetting that we actually have someone listening here. You see that a lot. People don't do that. You can look at ads. I understand people have to make money, but if you are doing ad insertion and I'm hearing an ad for a theater down the street, so I get it. Like I'm getting targeted a local ad that's dynamically inserted there, and I haven't even listened to the show. I don't even know what your show's about. I haven't heard an intro, and I'm already getting served an ad. Great, skip right away. Like you've already lost me either as as a user or or you just annoyed me. Sound quality is a big thing. I will always stop listening to a show if if it sounds like you're in a tunnel, and I'm like, I don't want to listen to you right now on your Zoom call that's being recorded, and it sounds like you're in a tunnel. Uh, I'm not saying you need the greatest mic. Like, I'm on headphones. I I know it sounds decent. It doesn't sound amazing, but at least invest in a little something there. Basically, if we think about it. Podcasting is like another form of social media. You're pulling people into your world and you're engaging with them without engaging with them. You know, they don't give you the direct response that social media does, but it's still playing essentially the same game. It's a nicer game. You don't have algorithms pissing you off all the time. You know, it's it's a much nicer experience having a show. But this is definitely something that people forget is that you actually do have an audience. It doesn't matter what the size is. You have an audience and people can sometimes get a little bit like, I'm just doing this show for me or just the conversations that I want to have. But if you don't think about what your audience actually wants to listen to, then you probably won't grow as quickly as you could. And the other way that you can track that is looking at the actual metrics, looking in the back end, looking at your insights. What are people downloading the most? If you have a YouTube channel, what are they commenting on the most? Where are you getting subscribers? If you don't track that sort of stuff, then you won't build the audience that you potentially could. And so I wanna take it even further and but go back to the brand conversation. I loved your analogy here of like, it's a social conversation. And that is also using the podcast and this recording for those additional social conversations. Like I can take this and put it on LinkedIn. I can take this and make it a Twitter thread. I can take this and put it as a reels. Like you can now have conversations from this one conversation on all these different places. And it's funny, like I listen to a lot of podcasts at the same time, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I'd much rather in some regards Give me a newsletter, let me follow you on LinkedIn and let me see what you post there and I can read it quickly because I don't have the time to sit here and listen to everyone's show. So if you're expecting the average person to listen to seven podcasts a week, but that doesn't mean that they can't engage with 20 podcasts a week, but now if we refocus our mind in terms of just podcasting, It's 20 brands now a week. And so I can get your newsletter on Thursday, but listen to your podcast on Monday. And now I've engaged with two different brands who are speaking to me through the content they're creating from this podcast. That's the way to have engagement. So you start looking at just, as you said, like look at the analytics. Well, you can now start looking at the analytics of all those different platforms and have conversations. If you're like, this is too overwhelming, like I can't do all those things. Like I agree with you, maybe 2022 and before 2023, there's tools that allow you to do all of that. So it's overwhelming because it's new. 
And as long as you are willing to lean into discomfort, which you did already to start this show, um, and lean into discomfort of doing this, then the newness will soon be, oh, I can do this. No different than like the first five episodes. Wow, this is tough. But after five episodes, 10 episodes, like this isn't so bad, but most people stop because it's just too discomforting for them. I know that getting actual feedback on how your show is going is sometimes like pulling teeth. You might be asking your friends and family, maybe you're new to podcasting and everyone's saying it's great and that you're doing a good job and it sounds really good, but are they lying to you? Are they being truthful? Do they actually know what makes a show good? I've put together a resource that you're going to absolutely love. Why do I know this? Because we already made it live and the feedback has been incredible. It's a completely free rapid podcast audit. You go to bamimedia.com slash free dash podcast dash audit. And from there, you're able to fill in a form. It takes like 20-ish seconds just to submit the bare minimum information that you'll need uh, to submit to us. Then what we do is we go and audit your show. We break down all those metrics. We assess you on those. We give you a score. And then you get an email back telling you exactly the areas that you are doing well in and the areas that you can improve on. You also get a structured, tailored, custom response from the person that has audited your show to tell you those little bits and pieces that they think you could potentially improve on. So this is an extremely valuable free service. I've not seen anything like it of this caliber to this extent. So go and get it while it's free. The link to it will be in the show notes and I will so appreciate your feedback on it too. If you would leave me a testimonial after you've done it and you've got your response, I would be forever grateful as well. And I just hope that it gives you the insight into what you can do to improve your show. So then if we go further than that, which is where the conversation now is leading based on what you've just said there, how do you think AI is changing the game for podcasters, knowing that you work for Cast Magic, which is a very AI-based tool. How do you think it's changing the game for podcasters? It is leveling of playing field and those that are willing to invest in their brand and use tools. So someone gave me the great idea, like most podcasters are in a sense solopreneurs but also that they're doing it is not their dedicated job. They've got something else, like that's how Castmagic was built. They literally were running their own companies, had a podcast, like we don't have the time to do this and all the social promotions, everything I'm just telling you, show notes, blog, newsletter. So they built Castmagic to solve that. And that's now allowed everyone to go ahead and like, whoa, I can take this and become a media company. Uh, AI is now allowing every podcaster to become a brand as they should have, but access all of their content and repurpose it and have a content calendar that is evergreen. You're able to now take your back catalog. I love when people are telling me like, don't listen to my first 50 episodes. And you're like, fine. If you were just learning the game, those 50 episodes, let's run those through an AI tool at Cast Magic, repurpose that content because that was all great stuff. If a person's not listening to episode one through 50 and they just started there, 
Well, then you can start reposting stuff from episodes one through 50 on your social channels. And there's your evergreen content that keeps coming because now you can bring people back in going like, oh, if you like this idea, you should go back and listen to episode three. If you don't want to listen to episode three, hey, at least I'm getting you engaged with my brand right now. So it is truly creating a lifeblood. And then if you go beyond, once again, beyond podcasting, and you look at most podcasters or coaches or they run a, a lead magnet or running something else, like AI is allowing them to now take those coaching calls and create email sequences. It is literally using their words to help create more content and build their business well beyond the, the one spoke of how do I monetize my show with a, a CPM of, of 20 bucks? I used that tool yesterday in Cast Magic. I was running a, a VIP strategy consult. In the past, I've had someone else from our team then look at it or be on the call as well to then take action points or I've had to write notes at the same time or whatever. And then this one, I tested Cast Magic's option there for creating the action points just to see how it went. Did a great job. <laughs> like, I mean, and I, I'm good because I talk in that way. So I'll wrap things up and I'll introduce and then I'll go, okay, cool. The action points to take away are X, Y, Z. So it was easier, but it was just, it does save a lot of time. Anything with AI, it's still not you. As in, you can't just take this stuff, copy paste and you're done. Like you still need to edit, you still need to give it the personality, the flair, you know, that sort of thing. And that's where that extra time does come back in, but it gives you a really good starting point. And we have clients that obviously we do the show notes for, and we started incorporating AI tools probably about six to eight months ago. And it's only made what we deliver better. They're still not going to do it themselves because they don't have time. That's why they've come to us. We just use these tools to make a better result. And it's only really just the beginning. Okay. So then if we think about growing a show, how do I grow my show? I get this question all the time. What do you think growing a show actually means? When I was running the three listing platforms, the three questions I always got is, how do I grow my audience? So how do I grow my show? How do I get more distribution? So in a sense, how do I, I get larger and how do I monetize? And the, the answer I always gave back to him was like, is your show everywhere? And like, cause I can tell you right now, your show's not on our platform. So you're missing probably 30%. If you're focused on just Apple and Spotify and now YouTube from that standpoint, like great. But like, what is growth in that regards? You're missing you're missing free traffic. You're missing free engagement, free ears, free stuff. During podcast movement, they had a great analogy with Joe Rogan. They showed a picture of a bunch of guys like probably drinking. And it's like, whose show is this? And everyone's like, that's Joe Rogan. It's like, he knows who his audience is. So when you're growing your show, you know who your audience is, who you want to speak to. You understand what you're trying to accomplish. And you're also a brand. You're not trying to be everything for everyone. I will argue you're trying to, you should be everywhere, but within reason. Like, look, if you're like, I can't, like, I'm not on X or Twitter. Like, it's just not my jam for many reasons. But like, that's just not my thing. So I'll focus my energy in other places. But I have no reason not to be in those other places and grow my brand. So once again, growing your show is growing your brand. And growing your brand is looking at what is your entire strategy? Like, why are you doing this? Who are we trying to talk to? Like all the kind of podcast consulting questions that you're probably asking your client, 
to literally get them to think about what is the purpose? What are we trying to accomplish? And if they're like, I just want to make money by selling ads on it, then I go like, great, let's sit down and actually understand what this business is. And that's part of the job of, of I guess, a podcast consultant of going like, how do I get you to think bigger than just, I want to do a podcast, do it for me and hope that I get more downloads. It's like, no, let's talk and sit down and actually examine all that. It's definitely more than just your download numbers. If you're looking at, I'm not growing because my download numbers aren't growing, then you're looking at the wrong thing. It needs to be a more spread approach. Just like Greg has said there, downloads are one aspect. Where are you? How are people engaging with you on other platforms, on other places? Is your newsletter growing? Are your followers growing on LinkedIn or Instagram or YouTube? Is that channel growing? It's not just the download numbers. It's all the other aspects that come together that create the bigger mission. And so when you think about that, I want you to start thinking and looking at the metrics more than just what your download numbers are doing. Get a big old spreadsheet track everything everywhere that you repost that content anything where the podcast is spread you need to track these things and you will see that you're growing more than you realize and there's so many ways to think about like you can use the guests that are coming on so it's like all right am i growing my show by literally just having the right conversations with with the right people and that ultimately is not growing my show, but it's growing my brand and it's opening me up to all these other things. So if I think about it as show, brand, don't think show, think brand. If we want to replace podcast with brand, show with brand, if we start thinking of all those components as a brand and brand is you, then at the end of the day, do you feel like your brand is growing? Do you feel like more people know you? Do you feel like you're influencing more people? Do you feel like you're having more conversations? that people are turning into, once you start that and you start looking at that lens, you're like, oh yeah. You actually start feeling even better too because like I am making a bigger impact than the 200 downloads I'm getting right now. All right, Greg. So I'm putting you in the hot seat here. You're talking all about podcasts, but when I look up Greg podcast, you don't exist. So why don't you have a podcast if you love them so much? I've really enjoyed, and I think this is probably a good thing for most people, be a guest in other people's podcast and you start understanding what makes a good podcast. Start having conversations with others. Like a lot of people will go ahead and say like, I want to start a podcast because I listen to so-and-so. I'm like, all right, so your basis right now is a show you like, but you don't understand what they do on the back end. You don't understand all these other things. Most people don't actually take the time and start guesting. And when you start guesting, you start seeing like, who asking good questions, who's doing good follow-up, who's actually engaging, who's providing you the assets to make you. So like, it literally allows me to understand how to build a business. So when I decide to actually start my podcast, I've learned from not only all my conversations I get to have through the jobs I've done, but also all the guessing I've been able to do. I think that becomes incredibly powerful. So yeah, hold on, maybe 2024 will be the time that I launch something. Right now, I'm just having the fun of sharing the knowledge with others. 
I've had a really good time chatting to you today all about podcasting, even though you don't have one. And I only normally speak to podcasters, you know, I've let it happen. If you guys want to find out more about Greg, I would say probably the best place is LinkedIn. I really enjoy what Greg shares over there. He does like a podcast recommendation post on Mondays, is it? Yeah, every Monday. Consistent posting, consistent content is a key thing for being a brand. And so I consistently post on LinkedIn. Every Monday I post three podcasts that I think people should listen to. Take a break from your screens because I'm literally staring at this all day and go enjoy something with your ears and still learn and still engage. So I'm always looking for new recommendations. Come find me and we'll engage. Cool. And if you want to try Cast Magic as well, we'll put a link to that in the show notes so that you can have a look at what that looks like. Greg, thank you so much. I'll talk to you later. It was a pleasure. Sounds great. Thank you so much. 